Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Saturday of the second week of Lent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them he addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck the country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I, dying with hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf, because he has, he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf, he said to him, my son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. 
praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, in this uh, gospel passage, we have the third of the three kinds of lost. We begin with the introduction at the first part of Luke chapter 15, where he's uh, talking to tax collectors and sinners and also Pharisees and scribes. And um, so he addresses three parables to them. The first is the parable of the lost sheep, the second, the parable of the lost coin, and the one we read today, the parable of the lost son. And of course, the, this is probably one of the most uh, powerful uh, parables in all of Scripture, one that is very familiar and draws always that sense of emotion uh, at the, the love that the Father has for the Son. Interestingly enough, this uh, is sometimes called the parable of the prodigal son. The word prodigal means wasteful or lavish. And so the prodigal son was the son who, in receiving the inheritance from his father, just squandered it, lavished it. He just gave it all out and just lived this luxurious lifestyle. And, of course, that brought consequences. He became destitute. He was penniless. He had to work for a living. Even the worker, uh, the workings that he did were uh, dishonorable for a Jew, number one. But number two, he wasn't even paid fairly. He wasn't even given anything really much to eat to the point where he longed that he could eat like the swine do. And I love this, this phrase, four little words, coming to his senses. Coming to his senses. This is probably one of the most powerful things to think about that finally after coming to the end of himself, hitting the bottom, he finally realized where he was and what he'd been doing. And so this is where he desired to return, recognizing that he had lost his place as a son. He was willing to just come back as a servant. So he was humbling himself. He was repenting of his behavior saying that he had sinned against heaven and against his father, truly a sign of repentance, and that he no longer deserves to be called a son. But at this point, when that happened, when he came and responded to his father as he did, the father opened all of the lavish uh, love and resources to welcome his son back. But I want you to notice something that it says that when, uh, when this son got up and went back to his father, while he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and filled with compassion, ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. This was before he heard anything. So what we have to see here is, is the love of the father even before he heard the words of repentance. His love for his son was not conditional upon the son even coming back and offering uh, a, a repentant heart. He loved his son, and that was without any conditions whatsoever. What a beautiful thing for us to think about when we think about our Heavenly Father, that when we have departed, when we have wandered from him, even if it's just a little ways away, that his love is still extending out to reaching out, 
and just wanting to pull us back in. And so he even ran to the son. The son didn't, he didn't even wait for the son to come. He ran to him. How different that is than the conditional love that we sometimes give to one another. But God is always reaching out, always desiring to give us his love, his forgiveness, and his grace. You wonder, however, what would his father have done if the son didn't say, I have sinned against heaven and against you, if he had just come back and say, Father, I still don't care for you. Uh, I've just run out of money. I'm just seeing if I can get some more. What do you think the father would do? Well, I think that he probably would have still loved his son, but I don't think that the welcome would have been the same. Because as he tells uh, the prodigal's uh, older brother, your brother has returned. He was dead and came to life. That's what repentance does. It brings us back to life. That's why going to confession during Lent is such a powerful thing, that we too might find that new life and forgiveness when we go before the Lord and tell him that we have sinned. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Again, let's look at this scripture through Lenten eyes and recognize the fact that while many of us may not have gone way out like the prodigal did, there may be ways that we have squandered the grace, the inheritance that God has given us. We have moved into some sin areas that need to be confessed. And again, the beautiful thing is, as we even enter into the confessional, God is always there welcoming us, delighted to see us even before he hears our confession. But then when he does hear them, when he hears those words, I have sinned against heaven and I have sinned against you, that at those words, he welcomes us back with forgiveness and grace and love. And there's a celebration as we return to him, knowing that he is the one who is loving and forgiving no matter what. During our Lenten season, I hope that you do avail yourself at least once of confession. <clears throat> and when you do, think of the ways in which you may have squandered your inheritance, the grace that God had given you, wandered off, done things that were improper, and then in return that you come with a repentant heart, not just come uh, expecting to be uh, treated the same way no matter what, but recognizing the fact that with your penitence, with your contrition, God comes to forgive you and pour out his grace. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.